This is Jeff with T Noble contacting Vinjanova about a new plan created just for him. That's right, you can get 10 gig a month just for 99 down. That's right, $99 down, 10 gig a month, and you and your entire family can enjoy the benefits of men like that, a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. You can find more about men like that and other great shows on the network at greenlitpodcasts.com. On today's show, we have Joe. I don't know. Mute music. <laughs> <laughs> Beef taste. Okay. Yeah. All right. Brandon's working. Hello. Smoking Hello. meat. Smoke meat. Smoked meat. Mm. Beefy tasting. Do you guys have this feeling in the background, like dread? <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. on this week oh nice and um make it colder or warmer i was hoping to make it warmer it was too arctic okay there were polar bears covered in blankets on the couch yeah freaking chilling my bones i got this i i ripped the thermostat (laughs) off the wall and here i am i thought it would help it didn't help doc so i brought the ac doctor over what do you keep your temp at i'm a 72 or three man what do you keep your temp at? Well, I put put the AC at like 70. Yeah. Doesn't mean it hits that, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Just yeah, I just have a wall unit. I keep it like 68. Wall unit, probably the better chill factor for the wall unit, but louder. Oh, if you're in the far. same room, yeah. 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 You don't get that chill upstairs. You got that central air. Oh, man. <sighs> got major chill upstairs problems with my, my thing. That's why we called the guy. I mean, it's the same guy we've worked with in the past when it, when the thing broke. And he does this thing. I may have told maybe Vin this because I've had this thought many times, but I spent more time with him this week than ever before. And he does this thing where he likes to narrate what he's working on. So, like, just for example, he was in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the backyard checking out the compressor, the big, you know, spinning fan thing. He's ripping the back out. That's the compressor? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's what Ray bypassed in episode seven? Yes. On the Falcon? I have another Star Wars related uh, air conditioning uh, realization too. Because uh, I'll cut to this part of the story. He replaced the compressor outside. And I said, I didn't even think to ask you, man. Are you going to be able to dispose of my old compressor? He's like, oh, hell yeah. People go nuts for this stuff. So apparently there's like a <laughs> graveyard of compressors with with like Ray from Star Wars types scavenging and then exchanging them for one quarter portion. <laughs> yeah, right on cue, Brandon. Thank you. Must be copper or something in it. I I mean it's presumably parts for uh, to fix air conditioners. Coppers, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, woof, Brandon. Uh, Van, Jesus. Read the room. I put half of my old air conditioner out on the curb, and it was gone in like six hours. What does that mean? Half? Took a chainsaw to your wall unit? Yeah, chopped it in half. <laughs> so what they sell that for? One. I don't know. You know. Eighth portion. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, he said it. They said the famous yeah. line from episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, your guy should have bypassed the compressor, not replace it. I know. And I told him that. I was holding a lightsaber when I said it. (laughs) It was just not impressive with me. Anyway, so 
my AC guy who, who will remain nameless because he's a big listener. I'm just kidding. He he's listening. He's like, come on, come on, say it, say it, say it. <laughs> God damn it! I said I listen. <laughs> Does this thing where while he's working, he likes the company of me, like watching. <laughs> I was like trying to phrase that different, but that's really what it is. What a freak! <laughs> yeah, very nice, very nice guy, and he did a great job. Just for the record, he's less of a freak than Joe, who's the one watching. <laughs> I'm always like, oh yeah. You're that's, like, I just keep nodding and biting my lip. Yeah, just shirt off <laughs> in the backyard, <laughs> sitting in front of him. You need sport drink or what? <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Joe, all red mouth from his sport drink, <laughs> shirtless watching it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the compressor you're working on, right? Nice. The fan. Speaking it's of like that, a big fan. You want some music? Or? <laughs> Q1043, I assume. So, local joke. Local radio joke. Love it. So, he's pulling like, you know, all the apparatus off of the old compressor. He's like, oh man, you gotta see what you do this, and you see what, and then, you know, with this part, you're gonna have to be like, you know, and then we're gonna see, like, you know what I mean? And that's how he talks. Like, he'll rattle off something that i obviously like the reason you're on my property is because i don't know what you mean right like the absolute only reason you're here my dude is because no one knows what you're talking about you're the expert but his for he was here for like nine hours last week friday or whatever then there's some compressor and uh uh, i think there's a capacitor and then you know what i'm saying and like he'll wait for a reply from me and seriously like when he's there for nine hours, can't stress enough, super nice guy. I'm not complaining. But it it got to the point where like I ran out of, I started to hate myself because I couldn't think of a different <laughs> reply to the, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. saying, yeah. yeah, that's fine. No, because right. after, after you say it 125 times, you start to hate yourself. Yeah. yeah. Nine hours is enough time to Google. <laughs> Capacitors. Compressors. <laughs> and capacitors. Yeah, and then I started like, I really, really do know what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, you're just, yeah. I can do this now. You're fired. <laughs> you can go. You can go I, now. I got my certification online in the time. <laughs> Only thing, brother, is I'm going to need you to leave everything, all of your stuff. Yeah, give me your tools. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I'm the I'm, air conditioner now. <laughs> Oh, the famous line from men like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you said it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it feels pretty good in the house now. So um, so it was too cold? No, that was a big joke. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Wondering. I know. I was like, that's a crazy problem to have in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't realize I was joking. Maybe you're like, oh shit, this won't go. This won't go any higher. It sucks. <laughs> it's like the movie Crank with Jason Statham. Just oh, the air conditioner's going out of control. Yeah, and then it turns you, into the day after tomorrow with Jason Statham. You also keep wearing a parka. Is he in that? I no. don't think he's in that. But he was in Dennis Crank. Quaid, I believe. Crank is a funny name for a movie. Yeah, that was before Brandon got a hold of the internet. They named that movie. <laughs> <laughs> was Crank the one where the yes. car has a bomb on the bottom and he like barrel rolls the car over a lake and a crane hits the bomb off the bottom of the car and then he completes the barrel roll on the other side of the lake? Was that Crank? Probably. That might be the other series that made him famous. What was it called? The Driver? Transporter. Transporter. That sounds like a transporter scene. What you just um, said. real quick before I forget, do you think so the pre the the sequels they don't they don't have like a, they don't have like a famous line, right? Like Luke, I am your father. Yeah, they do. What? One the sequels. Quarter, One quarter. quarter. Oh, That's it's it. True. All of it. That's a famous one. That's not but it's famous. not more famous than one quarter portion. <laughs> I know like, this podcast. That's not no. <laughs> like I go. Like I'm out in the town. Whatever. Everyone. All the kids are hanging out. They're playing Star Wars. You know you're hearing one kid. One quarter. 
crush it. One kid in like a booth. <laughs> yeah. The plate, a garbage lid on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> Just like... It's one of those inflatable sumo suits with like a melted mask. Yeah. What's that character Just... again? Unkar. Unkar Plot. Yeah. That one kid's like, I don't want to be Unkar Plot again. I do, I do, I do. Handing out bread dust. <laughs> did did <laughs> I get to be Unkar Plot this time? <laughs> fair yeah oh, should we go to a little thing that i invented no we shouldn't we have to introduce ourselves first <laughs> you're listening to men like that the how-to show where we toned know how do my name is joe i'm, I'm unkar plut <laughs> nice try brandon you came in last yeah slow on the draw just like unkar plut yeah, Brandon. That's why right. you lost the Falcon. Oh no, my Falcon. That's mine. <gasps> Second most favorite line. <laughs> Second famous line. All the good lines came from Unkar Plutt. <laughs> all three of his lines are in the Star Wars Hall of Fame. They gave it all to Simon Pegg. Wouldn't you? Uh, Vin, before we get into the show proper, I think we got to wrap oh. our minds around the energy in the room. Can you help us meditate? Oh, is the station not part of the show proper? Is that what you need? A little backhanded compliment? It's It kicks off the show in sort of the best way. This thing that I invented yeah. on my own? Yeah, Vin, the thing you came up with on your own? And that I know about every week? All right. Vin's meditation station. Kyle in West Windsor, New Jersey is meditating on Stone Mattress. Did Kyle write in or did... Barney a rebel, right? Huh? What? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. That kind of stuff. <laughs> Our podcast is going right to Comedy Central prime time. <laughs> oh, send him that clip. Yeah, did Kyle write in or did Fred Flintstone write in? Holy <laughs> shit! I'm fucking loving this. Bam, bam. Name all the Flintstones characters. Name all the Flintstones characters. What's uh? Wilma, Betty. That's uh, all of them, right? I don't know. What's the dinosaur's name? Fred Flintstone's boss. Oh. You ever notice how, like, in the Flintstones, like Bedrock is like a character? <laughs> is know? that the dinosaur's name? No. It's no. The town. It's the town. Uh, it's really a lot. <laughs> You know, oh, his like, name is Dino. Dino, okay. It's, looks like Dino, but it's pronounced Dino. Sure, sure. Is the phonetic, He's a, phonetic given on whatever you're reading? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> He's a Snorkosaurus. Sure, sure. Love it. Couldn't even use a real dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't really discovered back then. People were so fucking stupid in the 60s. <laughs> I definitely have Dino sound effects on my public domain hard drive. Wait, specifically Dino? I have Hanna-Barbera. That's wow. right? How often are you going to enter? How are you going to put in? It's a living. <laughs> this entire episode yeah, will just, just be <laughs> Hanna-Barbera sound effects. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> Bonk. For 40 minutes. For fun. Ah, uh, do you think Kyle's got a bad back or something? Hey, if he's sleeping on a stone mattress, he must. Uh, agree to disagree, Brandon. My most comfortable position in this house is when I get on the floor and lay flat <laughs> on the wood. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. got a bad back, you got to sleep on that stiff, stiff. It's great. Uh, I have a floor mattress. Is it made of stone? It's, it's on the, f it is a mattress, I guess. Yeah. I, on the other hand, sleep on a hammock. I thought you slept upside down Ooh. on the ceiling. On a hammock. I was going to do a hammock before I went with the floor mattress. How That's what I it? hang from. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm Bat Boy. Did Danielle know you were a hammock sleeper before she met you? Your wife, Danielle. We say names as if everybody knows who we're talking about. We should stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, stop doing that. I think it's why she fell in love with me. Oh. <laughs> your your like, villainous sleeping method? Because I use a hammock, but not the way you think I should use it. I use it to <laughs> tie my feet in between the hammock holes, and I, I hang upside down like a bat boy. 
<laughs> your mouth covered in berries. Yeah. That's good. You eat your body my, weight in mosquitoes. My cape covering my eyes so I can sleep. <laughs> I don't have wings, so I got to use a cape to mimic the right. wings. Do you sleep during the day, too? It's like really yeah. inconvenient what you do to your wife. Yeah. I'm like, you got to sleep during the day, too. <laughs> we got to be in this together. Is it? Remember you what married, the priest said? You married Bat Boy? Now you got to have that Bat Boy lifestyle. <laughs> you know, get up here. Tangle your feet up. This is what you signed up for. I don't. I don't believe you. You said. You said the OBGYN said it's not good for the baby. <laughs> yeah, prove it. Get a get a note. How you think pregnant bats sleep? <laughs> you're, you're wearing plastic fangs. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a banana like a maniac. <laughs> Throwing it on the ground. Bats don't clean up. Another thing about bats. <laughs> I've got I've got bat facts up the wazoo. <laughs> I googled do bats eat bananas, and they sure do eat a lot of insects. Oh, <laughs> Their favorite foods are figs, mangoes, dates, and bananas. How do they? They guess they they eat the peel then. I would assume. Oh, you know what they are? Uh, mammals. Bats. Frugivores. That doesn't sound real. Frugivores. Never heard that. That's a what is that? Fruits? Uh let's see. I think I might be a frugivore. I would like to be. I hate freaking vegetables. A frugivore is any type of herbivore or omnivore where fruit is the preferred food type. Oh, like um Steve Jobs. I'm definitely a frugivore. Yeah. Just like Steve Jobs, Vin. Yeah. You've always reminded me of him, and now I can figure out why. Yeah, it's like in that Ashton Kutcher, Steve Jobs movie where he's sitting at the table at his mom's house and he's having a meeting and his mom comes in and brings him fruit. And then and then you're supposed to be like, oh, because he's because he he only eats fruit. <laughs> How about in that later in that same scene? Love that movie. <laughs> movie freaking sucks. And then later in the same scene, he's at his dinner table and mom serves dinner and it's a plate of a bunch of bananas. And then he hangs upside down and eats them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, Mom, I'm thinking about starting a phone company and calling it Banana. She's like, and She says, No. Hey, why don't you have one of these and then think on it? And she tosses him an apple. Yeah. And he catches it in his mouth. Yeah. And then he like covers himself in his wings and eats it. Yeah. Like, you know what? <laughs> I took one big bite out of it and I'll be damned if it doesn't look like a good logo. <laughs> JT in Lafayette asks How do I accept my role as the not funny friend? It's harder and harder to cope with the fact that I'm an aspiring stand-up comedian And yet, I rarely get a laugh out of my friends Is it me? Is it my friends? Help me pick a new life goal, please, men Hmm. Before we help pick a life goal We do have to figure out if it's him or if it's his friends. I wouldn't judge it by his friends. I yeah. wish he sent us like a joke. Yeah. yeah. Or type five. Oh, yeah. Like, is he is he doing well in open mics? And then he gets backstage and tries to say something cool to his friends and they don't laugh. And now he thinks he's not a good comedian. Yeah, they throw beer in his face. Okay, I'm going to throw this out I here. Should, we should say they, I guess, for this. What comedian do we think this is? JT. We think it's a real comedian, a real famous one. No, <laughs> and and out of out of his comedian friends, he's the least funny. But he says he's There's only one T, so it's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, he's very funny. I don't think it's him. Timberlake. He's not that funny. He's one of those guys that's like that was that whole thing when hot guys were like, "We're funny too," and then him and John Ham and <laughs> John Ham. No, funny. John Ham is Matt, funny. John Ham is funny. Is it him or is it friends? Is it him, or they, or is it friends? Well, friends are going to be a tough audience, because they see you all the time. I don't think we should help him pick a new life goal. I think he should stick to this. Because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Either he'll get good at it, yeah, or he'll just be that guy that keeps doing it, and he's not good at it. And that's also funny. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what every... Either way, you end up being funny. 
Every, every show on like HBO about like the struggle, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, Last world. Uh huh. It's about What's, this. Uh, you know, you're not funny. You're never going to make it. You're probably right. And then this is like, 1970s New York. And then you're they wake funny. They're like, they, they get that lashing from their landlord or something. What you just said. And then they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm going to quit. And then they go to their pal's house for like a house party or something. And like, they're like tripping and they're getting stepped on. There's so many people and they're like, oh, they stumble and then they bonk. Oh, karaoke machine. And then the one dude at the party is like, he's like, tell a joke. This dude's a funny bro. Tell a, tell a joke. Tell a joke. Then everyone's chanting, tell a joke. He's like a little tipsy, right? And then he's like, wasted. Yeah, he's like, what do I have to lose? I, I said I'm going to quit tomorrow. Why not just like go out with a bang, one more joke? This is episode one, by the way, as a pilot. Season one, episode one. And then like he just like knocks it out of the park. Just unbelievable tight five set. And someone's filming it, right? On their oh, Samsung their Galaxy, Galaxy S6, because this came out a couple <laughs> years ago. Someone's filming it. What's weird, they're, they're filming it on their like sidekick, because you're so dead set on having this being like 2008 <laughs> it's a period piece <laughs> where you can only have 2007 honda civics outside in front of the house that's it yeah. it's so expensive but, but it's gonna uh, be worth it uncut gems pulled that shit hmm. they were like it's 2012 i didn't catch that <laughs> yeah oh. you, you really couldn't Old it's not that much different iPhones. <laughs> yeah yeah they have like older iphones and you're like oh that seems like off Oh, that iPhone screen seems like a little smaller. Oh, the weekend still has his big hair. Oh man. Well, Miss Maisel has that party comedy scene. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh, you know what else does? And then the wedding too, right? Her wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Maisel's good. I should have finished. That. I really like that show. Yeah. Every show has that scene. Just for the record, guys. <laughs> Every show. <laughs> that weird episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Oh, an aspiring jester. Yes, <laughs> come forth, please. Fill my cup of wine first. You'll, then... you'll never make it as a jester. Keep hurting these sheep, fool. <laughs> if I'm not a jester, then why am I wearing this silly hat? Ye will see. <laughs> Game of Thrones, you've seen it before. I've seen it so many times, <laughs> and I'm still just... <laughs> the jester scene. Why is it in there? He's at the Red Wedding giving a type 5 about hats. <laughs> Jester hats. Oh no, what's happening? <laughs> Somebody in the wedding recording it on their Nokia N-Gage. Their sidekick? No, they're recording with magic. <laughs> just smoke in the air. My just... mother-in-law will absolutely adore this. Wait till I tell her this ribald tale. <laughs> Splashing wine everywhere. Man, the I producer can't... for Game of Thrones Saturday night is in, at the wedding. Catches the set. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sir Lauren Michaels. <laughs> Same exact name. All right, go to bed. Go to bed. Kyle. No, JT. Well, what was this guy's name? JT. If it really is a living, are they paying these dinosaurs? We're so bad with that. <laughs> JT, go to bed. We just, we got to stop doing that. Assuming uh, masculine when it's anonymous. Yeah, hey, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go. I hope to see you on on uh, television someday. I hope you get a Netflix yeah. special real soon. Send us your type five. We're not funny, but we can judge. Mm-hmm. We don't know anybody in the industry, but we're not funny, and we don't have any context. But we know when it's <laughs> okay to laugh. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, Anonymous asks. How do I strengthen the enamel? No other details. Love it. Oh. Hmm. You got to get that toothpaste. And I know you're thinking, all the time? Yes. Every time you brush on those chompers, you've got to use toothpaste. Let me stop you there, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Brand- sorry, to, sorry to cut it. Cut in front of you, Joe. Cut in front of you in the line here. No. You know those really cool garage floors that are like sparkly? Yes. You yeah. pour like the urethane over the cement and put sparkles in it. And yeah. it's like, sure. what if you just put that on your teeth instead? 
Hmm. Oh my god, that would look so. They'd good be on so teeth. strong. Oh my god, and they really would like in the commercial sparkle. They would sparkle. They would look yeah. great. They would be strong and look great. Yeah, a rare situation of having your cake and eating it too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like form and function. Uh, no, you can't wow. eat cake anymore with those teeth. <laughs> you can't really that, eat. That's what the dentist tells you. He's like, I can do this, but you cannot yeah. eat cake or. See, they're way too strong for cake. You. you, you bite right through it yeah you would <laughs> bite right through your mouth i think you would crush your own jaw it's only smoothies from now on <laughs> expired jerky and smoothies that's it <laughs> expired jerky imagine does the expired jerky get softer is that or harder oh obviously not if it's being recommended oh true okay yeah it's gotta be real it's, hard i was like stale jerky i get you hey this is from my renfair fans it's gotta be like renfair jerky right Oh, <laughs> woof! Is that the is that Damn. the chant at Ren Fair? Woof, yeah. woof, 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 woof. Oh, I just burned myself on that take. It was so spicy. Yeah, sorry, I, someone had to say it. But now it's proms time, isn't it? Yeah, unless, yeah. Well, unless we're not done. I mean, uh, I think Vin gave him gave that them a pretty good answer. Yeah, you get the the garage stuff. I've been thinking about doing that. Because I have a little crack. For it? I have like a little crack forming. Oh, actually on your garage. Yeah. yeah. Well, in his mouth too. He's gr- got a bunch of cracks in between each of his teeth. Yeah, it's like little... I'm like, Jojo, Jojo, that's normal. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I want it to look like Biden's or just got one big one. I want it to look like a cartoon. <laughs> just... oh, I want it to look like a cartoon. They look so good. I love that. Cut down on flossing, spend more time with my wife and kid. <laughs> Joe's bloody gums from flossing so <laughs> just grinning ear to ear though, so like holding my child. I'm like he's he's flossing so much and he's using an old shoelace. He's just just destroying his gums. <laughs> but I have so much time for my daughter now. If only I had one big tooth on the top, I wouldn't have to use this shoelace. <laughs> Can we eliminate the cracks? Is that what Invisalign's well, like? Like, cause it's like a cap. Like, what if you had Invisalign, but you painted it white? Right. Anon- anonymous? Anani mouse? Magnanimous? Brush your teeth. They're a mouse? Yeah. Anonymous. I hope, I hope not. Tuck I'm, your I'm allergic. Shirt in. Brush your teeth. Brush your enamel. But soft, what sound through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. (coughs) Oh, speak again, bright angel, for thou art as glorious to this night, being over my head, as is a winged messenger of heaven, unto the upturned wandering promos of mortals that fall back to listen to him, when he, besides the lazy puffing clouds, and sails upon the bosom of the air podcast networks. Oh, Promeo, Promeo, wherefore art thou, Promeo? Deny thy Jeremy and refuse thy network. Or, if thou wilt not, be but sworn my podcast and I'll no longer be a greenlit podcast. Shall I hear more? Or shall I speak at this? Tis but thy podcast name that is my enemy. Thou art thyself, though not a greenlit. What's greenlit? It is nor hand, nor foot, nor arm, nor face, nor any other part belonging to a man. Oh, be some other podcast network. What's in a network? That which we call a rose by any other promo would listen as sweet. So, Promeo, would were he not Promeo called... Retain that dear perfection which he owes. Without that podcast, Promeo, doff thy network. And for that network, which is no part of thee, take all myself. I take thee at thy podcast. Call me but love, and I'll be new baptized. Henceforth, I never will be Promeo. Welcome to Casual Magic, the show where we explore the fun side of Magic the Gathering. 
I'm your host, Shivam Putt, and each week we delve into everything from casual format to explorations of creatures and card types to interviews with designers of the game. At Casual Magic, we believe that it just isn't magic without the gathering. Come along and play! Dan in no way asks, How do I make the perfect cocktail? Easy. Get him. Was this the question that kicked off season two? This is, if you scroll back on your podcast app, answered in great detail. <laughs> Over the course of 10 not very good episodes. Yeah. Where Brandon was a guitar and not a human. Before Brandon manifested as a human, we did tackle this question. Uh, so I'm hesitant to do it again. Because that was, I mean, that took a lot out of us. Should we use our newfound knowledge and new cast member to maybe give a give a second crack at it? Yeah. Second bite at the banana? Sure. So what you're going to do is you're going to want to go to uh, the garlic soup party. That was just a little, <laughs> little joke for you long-time listeners. <laughs> mostly Vin. <laughs> little joke for Scott from Maui and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no one else. Hey, hey, brand dog. Hey, new guy. How about you take this? Take the lead. Yeah, because we already know what we would say. A perfect cocktail. Yeah, like, like no holds bar. Like, don't hold back. Top notch, top shelf stuff. So we're talking a double fudge mudslide mm. with the finest scotch. I'm listening. All right, like your dad has been saving this scotch for years. His grandfather gave him this scotch. And he is not home right now. He's not home right now. But you know who is? Ben and Jerry. That scotch and a blender. (laughs) Sounds like a really bad use of the scotch. I don't think so. You're gonna you're gonna put in the heavy cream, the the Ben and Jerry's chocolate ice cream, and then a pinch of cayenne. I know that's crazy, right? Ooh, open up the taste buds. Get the palate. Get that going. Sure. And then just uh, put that blender on. Get it all mixed together. Put it in the biggest mug you can find. Actually, you know what? Drink it out of the blender. (laughs) Put it in a blender-sized mug or just drink it from the blender. Just drink it out of the blender. That is some nonsense that would be on like Martha's, yeah, Martha Stewart's like magazine or something. She'd be like, and then you serve them really cute inside of mini blenders. Where did you get them? So... You find all these mini blenders and you take your blender and you pour what's in the blender into the mini blenders and everyone's going to think it's really cute. But be be sure to warn everybody because there are sharp blades in each cup. Yeah, the mini blenders are working. Blenders. (laughs) They're very expensive. But the good thing is you don't have to stir your drink. Yeah, but the good thing is they're very cute. Everyone turning it on before closing them. (laughs) Black. It's super All over cute. the real mini beach umbrellas that are flying out. <laughs> They're actually adjustable, like, crankable beach umbrellas. <laughs> it's cute. Crankable, huh? Oh, yeah. Crank downable. You know, that's just crankable, right, guys? No. Enlighten us. Talking about our wieners. <laughs> Brandon, that was twisted. Sorry. Uh, I didn't tell you guys. Uh... <laughs> I'm sending this episode into Mad TV. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan. Uh, Tuck in. Sure. Texan Torrens asks. How do I DIY automotive repair? I'll be honest, I wouldn't dream of doing anything to my car myself, seems pretty tough, but let's say I woke up one day and discovered a fifth tire on my car, what do you suggest I do? P.S. Also Vin, I'm so glad that you've moved on, would love to see a picture of your space wife sometime because I'm very curious about all that. Well, she's dead too. Doesn't mean he's not curious. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can all agree that, and we'll get to the fifth tire on the car, we can all agree that you're (laughs) less beat up. About the space wife. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a pro at this. At this, point. It was more of a space fling. Space fling. She, she was kind of a rebound. More I still get my Earth wife's flashbacks, you know, where she's like under the sheet 
before I do my action movie stuff. So it's like she's never left. Oh, all right. So what do we got here? Fifth tire? (laughs) Where do you think the fifth tire is? I was trying to think about that. Oh, I was thinking like right in the middle. Like dead center middle? Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking more of like it was like if it was like to, to catch you if you started to flip over. Oh, like going like a training wheel for the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. when you I, get I a like new that. car and it like doesn't know how to be a car yet, uh-huh. it needs training wheels. <laughs> I like that. I wish cars did have training wheels because when I first went for my license, I failed five times. Really, but not from tipping over. Just to be clear, <laughs> <laughs> just keep tipping over. <laughs> just kept tipping over, guys. I don't know. Every stop sign. <laughs> yeah, just... He's like, all right, come to a slow stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh shit. I'm like, oh no. Again. <laughs> Again. I'm like Jason Statham in what might have been Crank. I'm like Jason like- Statham in that movie that Vin can't remember which one it is. I like the idea that also that this would have helped you pass your tests. He's like, good thing you got those training wheels on because I would have failed you for that one. You know, just remember, don't rely on them when you're out there. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn them up about three inches, and we're gonna go for another run. I'm like your funeral, <laughs> floor it. <laughs> oh, so you think Texas on a beginner license and just has a training wheel car? Yeah, hmm. yeah. Shall we uh, go to bed? Tuck your fifth tire in. Tuck it in. Tuck it in. I just take a take a jab saw to it. Take a jab saw. It's not on the drive shaft. Just take a jab saw. Yeah, Vin, I can't believe we didn't start with that. Take a jab saw, you know? Or just go to a mechanic and say, There's too many wheels. Oh, Doc. Too many wheels. thou lead me speak i'll go no further mark me i will my podcast is almost done when i to sulfurous and tormenting flames must render the remaining audio files alas poor ghost pity me not but lend thy serious hearing to what i shall unfold And be sure to subscribe after. Speak, for I am bound to hear. So art thou to revenge when thou shalt hear? What? I am thy father's podcast, doomed for a certain term to walk the night and for the day confined to fast and fires till the foul crimes done in my days of nature are burnt and purged away but that I am forbid to tell the secrets of my recording, I could a tale unfold whose lightest word would harrow up thy soul, freeze thy young blood. Oh, God! Revenge his foul and most unnatural promo. Promo? Promo most foul, as in the best it is, but this most foul, strange, and unnatural network Haste me to note that I, with wings as swift as meditation or the thoughts of listening, may sweep to my podcast revenge. Now, Promlet, here, tis given out that sleeping in my orchard a serpent stung me, so the whole ear of Denmark is by a forged process of my podcast promo, rankly abused, but no, thou noble youth, The serpent that did sting thy father's podcast now wears his crown. Oh, my prophetic soul! My greenlit podcast network! Hey folks, it's Asif Khan, CEO, Editor-in-Chief, over there at ShackNews.com. Give a listen to the ShackCast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. 
uh, over there on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Man, this must be what, how Shakespeare felt. Yeah. In the London theater. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. <sighs> Picky in... I, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Before we did, I just got a text message from a, obviously a number I've never heard of before. Sure. Your T-Noble 4th of July <laughs> gift are here. Pick out three you like. <laughs> I don't even have T-Mobile. I definitely don't have T-Noble. <laughs> T-Noble is... They couldn't and, be bothered to do that, right? So anyway, I got three gifts from T-Noble for 4th of July. Can we unwrap oh, them on the show? Can we yeah. <laughs> Gift number one. Uh, another Teen Noble t-shirt <laughs> Picky and just outside of Portland asks How do I quickly understand and appreciate sushi? I've dodged meeting my new-ish girlfriend's parents as long as I could But we finally now got a date set for the big socially semi-distant outdoor meetup I've been informed we're having a traditional sushi and sashimi spread Which they are preparing from scratch Something I'm deeply put off by and have never eaten. How do I impress them despite this? You gotta read all about it. Stay there. Well, I would seek out the tuna and the crab, which are the most friendly of beginner sushis. You know what I, what was- The salmon's very strong. Was an early one for me, and I feel like it's pretty easy, mostly because of the sauce, but eel is surprising. I mean, it sounds weird, but- Unagi? Eel? Did you get shocked when you ate it? Oh, whoa! <laughs> Ursula came out and was like, you got him. You can see my skeleton. <laughs> Flotsam, jetsam, get him. I'm like, no, both of them? The electricity coursing through you cooks it before it hits mm-hmm. your, your stomach. Oh, that's why eel is safe. Yeah. It's a little food hack. It's true. Can you get like serious shocks from an eel? Is that a real thing or is that cartoons? I don't think you can. It's probably like akin to like uh, rubbing your socks on the carpet level <laughs> of current. I hope you're saying that and like um, you're eels legitimately can, die. Eels can actually produce a hefty electric shock of up to 600 volts. Holy <laughs> shit. Enough to inflict significant injury on a human. That's enough to power you know, my Tesla. Just like, you know, your socks on the carpet. <laughs> just a little more than that, Joe. 600 volts doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know anything about electricity, but it sounds insane. Yeah. I don't know anything about it either, but I'm just like, oh, shit. That's that's a, that's a good number. amount of volts. Yeah. That's a big, big number. Yeah, it's a fat number. Oh, so careful of the unagi, right, guys? Oh, careful with that unagi. Yeah, you got to cook it if you don't want to get shocked. So. Oh, my God. A fully charged car battery has 12 volts. Holy shit. There must be something we don't understand about electricity. (laughs) (laughs) So by significantly hurt a human, do they mean like just murder? (laughs) No. We don't know anything about it, but we will pretend like we do and we will say it louder than the experts. At which point... Because there would be like some novelty fish tank car if 600 to 12 volts was like what you think it like. It's... All right. If your car's not starting, get an eel, wear gloves, obviously, <laughs> jumper cables to the eel, and just run your car off of it. Yeah. Ignite. Ignite that sucker. So the way they could kill you is that a single jolt could incapacitate you long enough to make you drown. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Below 12 volts, you'll be lucky to even feel it. Which Lucky's is why, a weird word. Which is why I always touch my car battery. That's why I always put my tongue to my car battery. I'm like, babe, it's only 12 volts. Volts. I'd be lucky to feel it. <laughs> you have an eel tank in your trunk that you used to like... <laughs> it's back up, so... Yeah, it's a... got about 1,200 volts in my trunk you know two wheels <laughs> you see someone stall in the road you need a jump I'm just, i'll go grab flotsam <clears throat> you got you got your jetsam or they got to be together yeah. how many eels you got we just have to connect flotsam to jetsam and uh 
12,000 volt, 1,200 volts. Holy mackerel. I, Another fish joke. It's not going to come up often, but whenever I hear a voltage for anything, I will be comparing it to an eel. Oh, that's the yeah, only 100%. thing I'm going to do now. <laughs> I, I don't, I would not be able to like compare it. To, I would be like, compared to an eel, that's not that bad. Yeah. Oh, so it's putting out about a 60th of an eel. Interesting. Cool, cool. That's me talking to the AC guy. Yeah. The com- <laughs> oh, Joe, that's it. Next time. <laughs> but uh, uh, how many eels is this new compressor putting out? Yeah, how many e- eels worth you got in here? Yeah. I noticed you're <laughs> running that to my uh, my fuse box. Have you considered maybe, I don't know, eel? I'm trying to uh, completely convert my house to uh, eel power by 2025. What do you think? <laughs> There's a big tax write-off, so... <laughs> How many eels? About four. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's really cost effective, especially when you factor in the tax savings. All right, picky in just outside of Portland. Good luck at your girlfriend's parents' meetup. Yeah. Tuck your sashimi in. Try the eel. Tuck in that shirt, stick with the tuna, and then if they have some of the eel, you could run your car off of it or whatever. Yeah, God bless. Maybe don't eat it at first. No, we'll make sure you have a ground. Little electricity joke. I loved it. <laughs> How do you ground an eel? It's in the ocean. Go, 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 go. Oh my God. Oh man. It's like a zoo in here. Like a morning zoo. <laughs> what? When? 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 Where? Oh. Why? When? Kim in Albany, New York writes What is the key to a great non dairy butter? Canola oil. Oil. Just what? a fatty oil. Fatty oil. What were we all watching something? Tell me if this sounds familiar. I heard about the pandemic's effects on d- domestic life. Someone said, probably on a podcast or television or something, we don't have any more of that spreadable butter that my family likes to buy. So I decided to make it by putting a stick in a dish. Like a stick of butter, which is, you know, not as spreadable as like the Lando Lakes tub. And then dump dump in canola oil on top of it. I don't know the ratio exactly, but you're just adding oil to that. And when it hits room temperature, you kind of mash it together. And then that turns into spreadable butter. And that's all that is. Why don't you just leave your right. butter out? That would do the same, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which people do, do do. Yeah, you can. Right. That's fine. And also, if your, like, toast or whatever you want to put it on is warm, like, the, the butter will spread on that. But you got to be careful, though. You'll, you'll tear some bread that way. Yeah, you would tear bread with that. Vin, Vin has actually come out on the show as being anti-toast, so I get the feeling he doesn't have a lot Am of I? toast experience. Yeah, you didn't you like... anti-toast? Oh, yeah. You don't like eggs and toast, which I think is crazy. Well, you like them separate? Yeah, you have toast after dry. Is that my character? I don't know. She did. She did. I'm not not cracking a joke. You said this. I finished my eggs. You made eggs and toast for me one morning. I remember that. Oh yeah, I was there. It was good. You ate it. (laughs) Yeah, you ate it. You didn't throw. Which one of you is lying? Yeah, Vin, you asshole. You ate it. And welcome to which one of the podcasters is lying? Brandon, you're up. I've got ten foot ceilings. My entire house is run by eels. Oh, no. I think Brandon's lying. Probably. I don't know how tall my ceilings are. That's correct. Brandon was lying. Can you touch him? Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon is standing up. He's wearing a Cheetos shirt. He's reaching up. And the verdict, because I can't see. Just barely. Not really. Uh, If you can, then. Yeah, they're not 10 feet. This has been Men Like That. You can find more Men Like That at menlikethat.com or onlyfans.world, which is still running. Welcome to Men Like That, the how-to show where we don't know how to. I'm your host, Joe. Oh no, we're going backwards. Oh I'm no, somebody stop Vin. And I'm Brandon. It's too late to pull out now. What are you, Adam Silver? <laughs> I'm wearing my D'Angelo Russell jersey, and Joe has his Knicks t-shirt on. 
And Brandon's wearing his so Cheetos it's a good... shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All things we're fans of. <laughs> All things Adam Silver likes. That guy definitely likes Cheetos, right? What's not to like? Crunchy. Orange. Tastes good. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have a direct line to Adam Silver? We could ask him. I do. Maybe Should we wrap the, the show up and then I'll, I'll text it to you? Yeah. Adam, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how's the Orlando bubble going? Not totally ruined, right? Anyway, do you like Cheetos? Yeah. Hey, do you think Joe will get a refund for the NBA app this year, or what do you think? All your stars are testing for COVID. Not a big deal, right? Anyway, what's your favorite flavor? So wild. Crunchy? Extra crunchy? Spicy? (laughs) What is it? He might not come on the show now that I think about it. Yeah, he's very famous. All right. Because we're just a couple of hard-hitting journalists. Bye. Yeah. It's got to have better reviews than The Last of Us, too. <laughs> should. Yeah, I mean, should, yeah. Should. Actually, you know what? I don't even know if those reviews were bad. They're all just like... Fucking this game ruined my life. I'm not married. I'm not married anymore. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> really makes you think. <laughs> Wait, what's the thing that you sent, Vin? It's like, oh, the zombie has a friend and you kill the friend, the zombie cries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that game, it sounds so Art. fucking bad. I really do want to play it because <laughs> of all that. I Like, I want to see, I want to understand what everyone's... <laughs> talking about you want to see why the guy called it the schindler's list of yeah, games of course, <laughs> of course I, I do here's the thing i don't think i'm gonna like it because people actually did like the first one and i didn't same here i'm not <clears throat> did you misunderstand what i just said i yeah, will brandon I, you idiot you freaking idiot i know i'll hate it <laughs> i just want to see the moment that made someone compare it to world war ii <laughs> is there a specific moment there must be something that triggered that idea. Or was it just someone's like, I get the feeling of Schindler's List. Just, it's the aura of this game. Must have been triggered by some scene. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah. What did that? Which Sounds chapter? Like shit. Yeah, no, I mean, it does. I mean, Naughty Dog isn't... Um, Crash Bandicoot. They did the Crash game. Bandicoot, and he's coming back, baby. He's coming back. It's like, Naughty Dog? I'm the original Naughty Dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, baby. I think I'm a dog. <laughs> I resemble one. More of a fox. It's me. Crash Bandog Coot. That's right. Is that how that... Is that... That's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah. Crash Bandog Fox. Bandog oh, Fox. Oh, yeah. Mm.